All right, here we are, seven minutes max. I'm powering into series two. I'm up to episode 21, and I have no idea why it's taken me so long to get the legend on, Phil X. Welcome, my friend, to... What's up, man? Yeah, what took you so long? I I don't know, man. I don't know. Everyone just calls me and says, Mark, Mark, I want to be on your show. And it's like, no, I need to wait till Phil X is ready, but you were never ready till now. I'm ready. (laughs) Listen... Congratulations on the success of Right on the Money. I'm over the moon for you with the drills. So good. And thank you. Uh, and congratulations to you as well. That's it, man. We are a team. Golden Robot Records and Phil X. Very exciting. Very exciting. Very exciting. Like you're good. You're, 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 you're like in lockdown. You're, you're safe. You're safe. You're happy. Safe and happy. The most important thing is that the family and the kids are, uh, are healthy. And uh, I actually got tested today because I just so much has been going on and yeah. and I'm, I'm negative on both, uh, both, Good. you know, both scopes. Good. Just a, just a crazy time, right? It is, man. And I listened to it cause you know, obviously our team has been working hard and everyone wants to interview you and it's like a double-edged sword because if you were out on the road with Bon Jovi or if you're out on the road with the drills, you wouldn't have the time you've got now to do all these interviews and promote the drills and do what you need to do. So it's, it's sort of a bit of a juxtaposition, isn't it? Well, I'm going to, you know, back up there a little bit. <laughs> Cause if I'm on the road and I got to do interviews, I do fucking interviews. Good man. Yeah, um, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a multitasker, especially on the, on the road with the drills, man, for sure. Yeah. But uh, no, the, the, for me, the saving grace of not being on tour is having more time with my kids. Yeah, that's but, right. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm being a dad because you know when you're on the road you miss stuff. Like I missed my my daughter's first sentence, you know, yeah. and I missed, um, you know, I, I left for the tour and I put her down before I left for the tour. I put her down and she crawled across the room. And then when I came back from the tour, I put her down and she bolted on two legs. I was like, when did this happen? Yeah, you know, yeah. you don't you don't get the the impact on Facetime, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm I'm glad that I stand corrected on that, and the kids come first. And I agree with you. I think that's great. I, I'm I'm the same. I'm the same. It's yeah. it's been a it's been a very interesting period to be able to be locked down and have everyone around you. I mean, if anyone knows me well, they know I've been married a few times, and I live in a different apartment to my wife. <laughs> right. So say seventeen times. What? Four. Four. Well, that's a whole nother episode. All right. All right. Okay. So we know what we want to do here. Well, I'm going to ask you seven random questions in seven minutes. Uh, Let's have some fun. And I'm going to put the timer on. Are you ready, my man? Man, I didn't know you were going to put a timer on. I'm ready. Yeah, I'll put the timer on. Hey, before I start, I wanted to just check out. I know you said you got tested today for Corona, but did you test the guitars? Are they all okay? Are they fine? The thing I've ever heard today. Um, yeah, all, I mean, I haven't touched them all, but I think they're all all right. Are you cleaning them down with like disinfectant? Dude, I got the Lysol out. <laughs> all right. Okay. You ready? You ready? Yeah. All right. Time starts now. If you were walking in a forest and no one was around and you came across a hole in the ground and a huge ladder was sticking out of it and the smell of honey was coming up into the air and you looked in, it was all black, would you go in? Yeah, I probably would. My, um, my sense of uh, 
mystery and curiosity is yeah. intense. So yeah, I'd, I'd have to see what the hell's going on. Okay, all right, I like that, I like that. All right, question two, I better write down how many questions I'm saying here, because I'll, I'll forget. All right, question two. When something breaks, are you the type of guy that tries to fix it or do you replace it straight away? Um, it depends on what it is. Because sometimes uh, I'll, I'll, I'll try to fix it. And, uh, but like if I'm tracking a guitar and uh, say it's a Les Paul, say I'm tracking a Les Paul and I break the B string. Yeah. Instead of fixing that B string, I'll pick up another Les Paul and see if I can get away with not changing the string because I don't really want to change the string when I'm in the mode of playing. Yeah, cool. But uh, I've noticed a lot lately, not, not every Les Paul is the same. So sometimes I can get away with it and sometimes I can't. What do you mean lately? Shouldn't you have worked that out a few years ago? Well, I mean, it's, you know, when you get it under the gun, like it is years ago, but it's yeah. uh, especially recently when now that I have more or less Pauls that I'm with Gibson, you know? Yeah. So this, this less Paul is great for this and this, this less Paul is great for that. One less Paul is amazing for 440 and another less Paul is amazing for E flat. So, um, but you know, like, do you want to, pick up the one that's tuned for E flat and then tune it to E so you don't have to change the string or you might as well just yeah. change the string. It's like, let's flip a coin today. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Question three. And everyone thinks that's real guitars behind you. They don't realize it's a photo, but we'll talk about that later. All right. <laughs> All right. Question three. Question three. If you had the attention of the world for one minute, what would you say? Uh, I would actually sing Air Hockey Champion of the World. No, say, not sing. Hey, dude, you didn't say that. No, what say. would I say? Yeah. Um, one minute is just uh, stay positive, man. Yeah. You know, let's all pull out, pull, pull through this together. Uh, and it's like right on the money. Right on the money came out at, 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 at the right time because uh, the lyric is basically no matter what happens, stay the course. That's it. And uh, it could, you know, but the weird thing about this is like, okay, my minute with the world is up. The, th the thing with this is sometimes, you know, I always have this mentality like, you know, it could be worse. And then you wake up the next day and it's worse. <laughs> so it's like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, yeah. I call it, I used to call it 2020, the, the plan B year. Now it's the plan WTH. No, WTF. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. It's good. 2020 is going to be a year that everyone's going to go, oh my God, I'm so, so glad that's over. Yeah, totally. All right, question four. I like that answer. Whatever that answer was, I like it. All right, what's, what's the best advice you've ever been given and from who? Wow. Okay, dude. I, I love being prepared for questions like that because there's been so much. Um... I'd like to say it was uh, one of my famous friends, but uh, fuck no. <laughs> um, oh man, you know what? I uh, it's funny. I feel like I'm I'm always the one giving advice. But when what? it came to, to uh, let me think for a second, uh, I want to say it was Billy Gibbons, but the advice was more like like I. We were playing in Las Vegas together. We, um, and I was pretty stoked because it's Billy Gibbons, right? Yeah, of course. And uh, 
they, he had a Marshall Stack and Stevie Silas was always there, also there. And he had a, a, a Marshall Stack. And then I walk in and I, they give me this little Fender combo. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> so I turn it up and Billy comes over and goes, I think you're gonna wanna do this. And he takes the treble and he turns the treble off. And he goes, now just turn one of your overdrive boxes on. You should be fine. And I did, and it was amazing. So that was great advice. I like that. I like that. I was I was hoping it was gonna be something like John Bon Jovi said to you, hey, just stay to my left. Oh my god. <laughs> All night. Just stay to my left. Or like stay out of my way. Yeah. <laughs> just stay out of my way. I like that. All right, all right, I like that. That's good. I'll pay both. All right. If you could change one thing about the music industry, what would it be? Um Wow. Well, you mean right now? Open, whatever. I just, any way you want. I just, I just wish we could gig again. Okay. That's because good. A lot of people, you know, it's funny because people are like, uh, a lot of musicians, a lot of professionals, a lot of, a lot of artists got really upset when people stopped buying music. Mm. But I always have the mentality that, you know what? Times change. And they're still buying tickets and t-shirts. Yeah. And they still want to see you play. And now they're buying VIP packages. There's never been a better time for a relationship with your fans. Yeah, true. So, and some people still do buy them, right? If you put vinyl out, people, yeah. there's vinyl collectors that want everything on vinyl. Where so your stuff on vinyl. You always got to, right now, at this moment, I wish we could gig again. And that, but that would mean not having this crazy virus that's going on. You know, I got to tell you what my son said. Six years old, I walk downstairs, hey, X-Man, what you want for breakfast? And he goes, how about a big bowl of freedom from this virus? <laughs> Six years old, man. But I want to do, I want to do a seven minutes max with him. <laughs> yeah. That's right. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I, I know I'm on the same page. I know. I agree. I agree. Although, I mean, we're better, we're a little bit, we're digressing here, but we're a little bit better off in Australia. Um, oh. Um, I do my, I do a live chat with my app people, my, yeah. uh, my members yes. uh, on, uh, on Tuesday. And I have a, I have a, a fan that's on the app and she's from, she's, she dials in from New Zealand every, every Tuesday. Yeah. And she was like, oh yeah, my kids went back to school. I'm like, what? Yeah. There's like been two cases of COVID here in the last three months. There's like nothing. So yeah. the kids went back to school. I, I can't even fathom that. I think California is probably not only in the worst position of the United States, but probably the world. Like yeah. it's crazy here. It's crazy. See, that, that's what happens when you have no leader, but we'll talk about that on another show. No, let's not talk about that ever. Ever. Yeah, true, true. All right. Question six. Question six. Um, see, I've got so many I want to ask you. All right, all right. What's something you've tried that you'll never ever try again? Oh man, um, that's that's interesting. Of, of course, the first thing that comes to mind is a, is a is food, but the second thing that comes to mind is an act. So, <laughs> an act, <laughs> an act. What act are you talking about? Um, I'm gonna say. Uh, let me think for a second. I don't know, man. I'm a. Uh, 
You know, you, you really put people on, on, uh, on the ball here, don't you? I don't. Yeah, I'm really like. I'm getting in deep. You're getting in deep. What, what have I tried that I would try? I wouldn't. Um, let me think for a second. Um, and you're keeping it clean, of course. I'm going to keep it clean. Yeah, I like I will. Peace. Uh, Peace. Playing Frisbee in my mom's backyard with my kids. You might do that again. No, because the last time I did that, uh, I tore a bunch of ligaments in my knee. There it is. Because she's got like divots. Yeah. And yeah. that's funny. I went to, I got an MRI the next day, and the guy giving the MRI who does like Tiger Woods and every NHL and NA, every NFL knee, he does all of them. He goes, uh, I go, he goes, what happened? I go, I was playing frisbee with my kids. And he goes, you would, you'd be surprised how many frisbee injuries we get. I'm like, what? <laughs> and he goes, well, because, it's not a level playing field like baseball or football. It's a park or a backyard with trees and divots in the lawn and picnic tables. And people are just running into shit. And yeah, tearing yeah. Shit up. And yeah, that's, that's what happened right. to me. I, I, I was going, I felt it. I heard it go. Uh, and then uh, it sucked. But, you know, being, we had a friend over and she's like, calls one of her peeps and goes, uh, I got the butt. I got a guy from Bunch over here and he needs an MRI as soon as possible. Oh, can you go tomorrow? Yes. And then they're like, hey, you need PRP injections. And I'm like, what the hell is that? He's like, Google that shit, yo. But anyways, if, if you weren't- Did he say that like are, that? Did he hmm? say Google that shit, yo? No, he didn't. I'm, I'm exaggerating. <laughs> I'm elaborating on the story, man. I have to make it more exciting. So he goes, he, I find out, you know, they take this much, you know, they take this much uh, blood out of your arm and they centrifusion spin it into this little plasma that's your stem cell. And they put it in your knee. Oh. So uh, he says, you know, I, I usually you have to wait like nine to 10 months for a, an opening, but uh, I could squeeze you in at 10.30 tomorrow. <laughs> I love that. You see, see the but the way I you, mean, you, you, I never drop the name, but when somebody else drops the name, it still works. Well, this is the thing because, because you've got such a knowledge now of, of medicine, we're actually going to move over Dr. Phil and bring in Dr. Phil X. <laughs> you know what they also call me they, doc, they call me dr phil on the live chat because it's like a therapy session there you go <laughs> all right last question last question if you weren't a musician what would you be doing a musician i'm just kidding <laughs> uh it'd have to be creative i'd have to be like a painter or something okay okay and that's and that's my analogy uh, that's my comparison to being a musician during this time mm -hmm. and, and the emotional challenge of waking up every morning and thinking, Oh my God, I'm not going to be on stage until next year. Yeah. That's like someone giving you paints and brushes and canvases and saying, no, oh, 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 no, you can't paint. No, you just can't. Not till uh, the end of 2021 yeah. or maybe early 2022. It's, it's like, tough man it's tough so but i if i couldn't be a musician i'd probably be a writer a poet or a uh, painter for sure okay i like that now because you've done so well wink wink 12 minutes you haven't but i want to bring in i want to bring in um one bonus question from last series right okay okay so you're walking along the street in la 11 o'clock at night it's a back street I mean, I don't know why you walk, Phil X is walking along a back street, but that's another series. You're walking along a back street in LA, no one's around, and you, 
walk past a dumpster and you see a Louis Vuitton bag there. You look at the bag and you open it up. No one around. There's $1 million cash in it. What do you do with it? I can take it, dude. Come on. It's in a dumpster. What do you, what's the first thing is what you're going to buy? No, I don't buy it. I don't, I don't spend anything for at least six months. And then uh, I look for uh, odd markings. Uh, look for like ink pockets. Uh, look for all that shit. And then uh, make sure everything's not marked or numbered or in sequential, weird sequential order. Yeah. And then in six months, I would probably, uh, uh, hmm, that's a good question. The first thing I'd buy. Cadillac? Is, huh? Cadillac? Car? Cadillac? Yeah, Chevy? Is that, is that a big deal in, uh, is a Cadillac a big deal in, uh, in uh, Australia? No, no. I mean, you know, I'm a muscle car guy. I love my muscle cars. Yeah. I've always wanted a 1970 Chevelle. There you go. There you so go. It, it would probably be that. There you go. Don't you remember? A lot left over too. Remember that Seinfeld episode where he bought his father a Cadillac? The which? Seinfeld. He bought his father a Cadillac. Uh, that was oh, a, right. That's, that's, a, that's a nice reference. Yeah, I didn't you catch go. it right away. So that's been seven questions in seven minutes with a bonus round. And, you know, this is why they call you the nicest guy in rock and roll. Because Phil X, you are the nicest guy in rock and roll. Thank you for being part of it. You've heard that? I many a times. Wow. Many a times. And you know, the, you know what the best thing about this interview has been? Well, not, not interview, but podcast. Let's call it a podcast. Yeah. The best thing about this podcast is it's the first one that you've done in a long time and you haven't said, hey, I've got another call. I've got to go. <laughs> <laughs> You're totally right, man, because it's short. It is. It is. No, you've been brilliant, man. Thank you so much. Congratulations again on Felix and the Drills right on the money. And I've heard the new single and it's a ball terror. Um, so I'm, I've, I've heard the demo, well, the, 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 the unmasked. Yeah, the, the, the first draft of mix. Yeah, and mate, I tell Did you, you what. Did you say ball terror? Ball terror. Yeah, it rips your balls off. Holy shit, you guys got some crazy sayings out there. I know it is. Well, we're gonna, you gotta get Phil, Phil X and the Drills down to Australia eventually. Oh, uh, dude, we have to. I mean, especially if you guys are doing a lot better than a lot of the world uh, with this COVID thing, then I think you guys will be having bigger concerts before yeah. anyone else. Definitely. And so I understand though, I mean, if, if, if it was the Drills and you guys, hey, we got some gigs, we would have to fly in and quarantine for two weeks, right? Before the first gig. At, at the moment, you would, yeah. Yeah. And then, oh, at the moment, that might change. See? You never know. Right. And then, Mike do the gigs and then fly back. And then I'd have to quarantine here before I saw my kids. So that would be the tough part. That's but, it. dude, I'm telling you right now, I'm ready for the tough part if it means getting on stage and blowing minds. A hundred percent. And the best thing is, now that you're on an Australian label, you just come and stay with me. Dude, I'm down. What do you keep dropping down there on the ground? My dick. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, that's good. It's got jewelry, so that's why it fucking makes that. Good. Nice. All right. Well, that was okay, seven. You know that was seven minutes max with Phil X. Congratulations on the single. We look forward to the next one, and we will talk to you soon, buddy. Stay safe. Thanks, Mark. You too, buddy. Thank you, yeah, brother. Bye, mate. Bye.